Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. And we are live. Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Round Ball Stew podcast. I'm your host, Jonas Nader, and I'm joined by my colleague, Noah Rubin, who has been outstanding since joining our team. And we also have a special guest from FBI. Now, I'm going to be clear here. He's not a Fed. That stands for Fantasy Basketball International. It's a pleasure to have you here, Adam. Can you explain a little bit about your site and what you do over there? Yeah, so so FBI. I'm I'm reasonably new to FBI as well, but they've been around for a few years now, um, building pretty quickly. We've 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 got some good uh, numbers this season. We started off as a primarily a leagues site, so just running various fantasy leagues, um, and that's still, I guess, the core of what we do. But we're starting to do some written content now, and we've got a couple of podcasts. Uh, we have Matt Lawson who has. Uh, a huge dynasty sort of interest. And, and so he leads the way in that regard. And then I do the redraft stuff. So, um, yeah, still a lot of leagues. I think we did about over 100 draft-only leagues this season. Uh, and then the, the redraft leagues are starting up uh, as well as the World Cup. Yeah. Now, I thought redraft leagues were the pinnacle of fantasy basketball. And three years ago, I got wind of Matt Lawson's dynasty community. And since then, I've just been absolutely hooked. I'm in like 20 different leagues now. And it's like... It's 365 days a year, and it's just like nonstop trades. It's a super active community, and yeah. I don't know, man. There's just something about it. It's just so refreshing, you know what I mean? Like, if you lose your yeah. best player, you just tank, take a high pick, and then you're right back at it next year. It's, it's just the best. But yeah. today, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to be doing a points league mock draft. Now, with points drafts, there's going to be a lot of wild settings depending on your league. This is just a standard Yahoo league. So we got a point is a point. A rebound is 1.2 points, an assist is 1.5, a block and a steal are both worth three. Um, so yeah, I'm going to take the Anthony Melton at some point. Uh, and turnovers are only minus one. So the difference here is that you can get away with those inefficient players as long as they're putting up those popcorn stats. Uh, and it looks like Noah um, is getting all the luck today. He's going to be picking first. Now, Jokic is the first pick. Without a doubt, in a category league, what are you thinking here, though, in a points league? Are you still taking Jokic number one, or is it more of a Giannis-type thing? What are you thinking, Noah? I don't think it matters what kind of league you're playing, and I think Jokic should be the number one pick. Uh, Points, categories, single season. Dynasty, I think it's a little bit more of a conversation, but without a doubt, the Joker is the way to go in fantasy basketball this season. Absolutely. What about you, Adam? Do you agree? Yeah, I think so. It's certainly the safest. Um, and, I mean, as we know, durability is an unofficial category and, and he's very durable. So I think, uh, yeah, you can't go wrong with him. And, no, I think you're just on the clock just now if you want to go ahead and fire in that selection. Now, there is an argument to be made about Giannis, but you have to consider, too, like, at best, you're going to get 70 games of Giannis, whereas Jokic... You're getting 75 as basically a floor. He's like the most durable big man in the NBA. And durability is honestly the most, I would say, coveted category if it was one. So I think Jokic is a no-brainer here. Uh, number one went Jokic as expected. Number two, who went off the board just then? Luka Doncic. Not really a surprise there. And James Harden, number three. I don't know about that one. What do you guys think? 
Uh, yeah, probably a little bit higher for me. I'd probably have him as a top top eight, top seven sort of guy in this format. But right. um, I don't know. He look he looks he looks ready to go. Yeah, he looked kind of cooked the last two years. I know he's playing on one hamstring as well, but maybe this is the year he's finally healthy. Uh, number yeah. four, Giannis, which I think is a great value there. Number five, Joel Embiid, and then Adam. <laughs> number six, Zion Williamson. That is bold, but I love it. Yeah, I like him in this format, and I just really want him on my team this season. I Absolutely. think he'll be fun. Um, it is a risk. We we haven't seen him play for over 12 months. So, um, yeah, there were probably some safer options there. But in this format, I just think that he has up His floor, if he plays, is fairly safe, uh, and there's room for him to improve, especially on the defensive end. So, yeah, um, yeah I'll take a flyer here. I mean, he's a 30-10 and 10 guy, and if he improves his steals and blocks, like you said, sky's yeah. the limit. Uh, Wemben Yama wasn't available. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Durant, number seven. I think that's a, a good fair of value there. Number eight, we had Jason Tatum, and I am now on the clock. I'm going to take Carl Anthony Towns. I know that's probably a slightly dicey with the – I think he lost like 17, 20 pounds, but not too worried about Gobert. I know they're going to stagger him a little bit, so I'm more than happy taking Cat there. Right before me went Stephen Curry, which is fine, then Trey Young right away. Now we are at the last pick of the first round, and it looks like it is going to be – Moneyball Marco, he's probably going to take a rocket here. Uh, he took LaMelo Ball. Love that. Great value. One concern for me, no Miles Bridges. That accounted for 140 of his assists last year. We'll see if he can recover from that. And then AD at the turn, who is already missing games. <laughs> Uni is up at number 14. And then I am on the clock again. So Bam Adebayo just went off the board. Um, it's slightly early to take a uh, Roto World favorite Tyrese Halliburton here in a points format. But honestly, I don't care. I'm doing it. Don't care. I'm doing it. Tyrese Halliburton off the board. I know Ryan, our boss, absolutely loves him. I know Zach, another colleague of mine, loves him. I think they have him top five in category, which by all means, go for it. I love it. Uh, number 16 here, White Rabbit is going to select. And these are rapid fire pick guys. So LeBron James. Now in the points league, I think that's fine. Noah, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's fine in a points league. I think it might be even a little late. In my opinion, I may have taken him earlier in a points league and even in a category league. Maybe I'm just a little higher on him than I think other people are probably worried about his games missed, but not me. For sure. Damian Lillard just went 17th, and now Adam, you are about to be on the clock, sir. What are you thinking here? Uh, yeah, I'm sort of, I don't know. I'm looking at probably two players. Um, it is my turn now. Paul George just went um, off the board. It is a two-center league, uh, mm -hmm. which... I don't know, that, that sort of makes me want to grab a, a center, but I'm not going to. Uh, I'm going to go with Ja Morant. I have paired Ja Morant and Zion in a category league as well this season. Yep. So two players I'm excited to have on my roster. Best friends on the court too as well. Pretty cool. Uh, next up, we have Fantasy Basketball PH. Let's see where he goes. We got Kyrie Irving still on the board, Devin Booker, DeJounte Murray. Anthony Edwards, who I'm hoping falls to me, but I highly doubt it. I think Anthony Edwards is kind of like the one guy that I desperately want on all teams this year. Um, are you guys on the same boat as me? Yeah, definitely. And there he goes. Yeah. Anthony <laughs> Edwards, number 20, followed by Cade Cunningham. Now, points league, you don't really have to worry about Cade's inefficiencies, but if it's Ant versus Cade, I'm taking Ant all day. Ant all day. Ooh, Pascal Siakam. Siakam. Mm -hmm. Does that seem a little early to you in a points league? What do you guys think? Oh... Uh... No, I don't. I don't mind him there. I'd prefer it if he had. I don't know if he has center eligibility in in uh, in Yahoo, but yeah, probably. I wouldn't want to go much higher than that. Um, 
Yeah, I, I know his there. steal and block rates have definitely come down in, couple, in the past couple years. Yeah. Next up, we have DeJounte Murray, who, Noah, I'm sure you watched the preseason today, looked outstanding. What are your thoughts on him this year? Yeah, man, I was I was ready to take him. I think he's in for a big season. I'm going to go ahead and lock in one of my picks. I'm going to get, uh, I think, back to back Kyrie picks. Irving for my first one. Uh, DeJounte had the ball in his hands a lot while Trey was both on and off the floor. I think he's going to have an excellent season. I'm a little higher on him now after watching that first preseason game. I don't think sure. the Nets have as many have as much turmoil this season. I think Kyrie plays some more games than he did like last season, has a bounce right. back year. And then with my second one, I'm going to just keep it going with Donovan Mitchell Ooh. in Cleveland. I think he's basically going to put up the same numbers he has been. I think that he's going to be kind of not necessarily the focal point of the offense, but the leading scorer by all means. And he's talked about wanting to do more defensively now that, you know, there's other guys that are good offensive players. I don't know if that was just a shot at his former right. jazz teammates, but um, I'm <laughs> expecting maybe a little bit more, some defensive numbers and then the points aren't going to be affected. Right. So we had Kyrie and Donovan Mitchell go off the board. Don Mitchell had a great preseason debut as well yesterday. And I'm, I'm all on board with the defense thing. You talk about Jerry Allen and Evan Mobley. And if Mitchell locks in like he did in college, that's a nasty team. Fred Van Vliet goes number 26, a bit too early for me. It sounds like they're going to dial his minutes back about three or four per game, which is understandable. Last year, he was playing like 45, 46 minutes during some stretches, and he, he paid the price for that. Devin Booker, 27, great value. Rudy Gobert, 28, sort of an okay pick there. Um, and Adam, you were on the board after DeMonte Sabonis. Who are you thinking? I was thinking Sabonis. I'm uh, not anymore because yeah. he just went. Um, yeah, and that again, that, that was more just for the – the center thing, um, grabbing a center early because they dry up a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's a few guys here sort of bunched together. Um, and look, it's a, it is a, uh, a mock. So I'm going to, oh, I didn't get it in, did I? Why Leonard? Oh, well, that's, yeah, that's fine what, there. That's, that's who I wanted. Fine. That's who I wanted. Yep. He was probably, yeah, I talked too much there. But yeah, Kawhi was who I was after. Um, yeah, look, I, I mean, he's going to miss some games, but. I think league average last year was around 66 to 68 games, something like that. Yeah. So you take out his back-to-backs and he he probably – I think he could play 65. I don't know if you guys have seen Kawhi this year, but he looks like his quads ate Saquon Barkley. (laughs) Yeah. That is ridiculous. He is ready, man. I've never seen a player built like that in my lifetime. He looks like literally Lou Dort again. Uh, Number 31 went Miles Turner. Not as appealing in points leagues, but he does get the three per block, which absolutely helps. Um, Number 32 up. I'm hoping Bradley Beal makes it to me. Evan Mobley just went off the board. Super high on him this year. What are you guys' thoughts on Evan Mobley? I'm high on the whole class. I like all the young guys, and especially Mobley, Scotty, Cade Cunningham. I don't think anybody's necessarily low on them, but I'm expecting a big jump, especially from those three this season. Absolutely. DeMar DeRozan just went, and now it's my turn again. Um, And I'm going to go with Bradley Beal. Now, I think he's going to be a contender for the scoring uh, title. Um, he has that no trade contract. He wants to win in Washington. He's, it's not going to happen. Let's be honest, but Hey, he wants to do it. Let him try. I'm taking Beal here. I think he's one of the best category values and especially points values as well this year. I think everyone's sleeping on him. Yeah. He's, he's certainly falling in, in a lot of places. Like I, I've seen him go in the fourth round in category leagues and, and I'm more than happy to take him there. I, I don't know if I'd go into the, the second round, um, but on the turn or mid-third round, I think he's fine. Right. 
Darius Garland just goes. Another big year coming for him. And then Jimmy Butler. Um, if you can get 45 games out of him, this is probably a good spot for him. <laughs> um, I remember last year I was in the fancy playoffs and I had Butler miss a game with a sinus infection followed by a sore big toe. So, yeah, not going near him for that reason. Um, I am on the clock next right after Jarrett Allen goes. We'll see who is available. Kind of, I might be eyeing Scotty Barnes here. Scotty Barnes, Shea Gilgis Alexander, some good picks. You know what? I'm just going to go with the upside pick. Scotty Barnes here. Um, if we get a little bit more steals, a little bit more blocks, um, and if the Raptors are true to his word about giving him more point guard reps, I think Barnes is going to have a big year. Let's just be bold here. Why not? Mr. Scotty Barnes, welcome. I think the birds like that pick, Adam. I can hear him. They all right. do. They're all, yeah, they've all been up for a few hours. They woke all us up. De'Aaron Fox went number 40. Uh, we have two picks until Adam. Adam, who are you eyeing right now? Uh, Please so don't say Sengun. No, I'm not looking at Sengun. Uh, I was considering Porzingis, um, but I just think that with – I've already got Kawhi. Um, I've got Zion. A couple of potentially risky guys there. So although this guy I'm taking is is not uh, not a lot – I wouldn't call him a safe pick, um, but I'm going to go with Ben Simmons. Um, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I, maybe that's the Aussie in me. I, I don't know. Uh, but – yeah, I think I think he's in for a good season as well. As you said, I think the Nets are a little more settled than people think. Um, and like in terms of Kyrie, I'm I'm happy to take Kyrie at the, the start of the second round this yeah. season. Um, so yeah, Simmons in this format in a, in a category league probably not, but in a points format, he yeah. should be uh, solid. Jalen Brown went 41, Chris Paul 42, about his age, and then Ben Simmons 43. As Adam said. Noah, you were up in two picks. Is there someone that's catching your eye right now? And as I told Adam, please don't let it be Sangoon. I do have a couple players in mind. I'm going to, since it's just one more pick, probably hold off just for a few seconds and just hope they stay on the board. <laughs> but I can go ahead and guarantee that Sangoon is not one of those two players. Okay. So you're safe, okay. at least right. through those next two picks. Uh, he might be like, on my list now. <laughs> it looks like Drew Holiday went 44. <laughs> Jakob Pertl. Uh, number 45, a big season for him until he's traded. Przingis, 46. Zach Levine, 47. And Noah, you were on the clock for back-to-back picks. Well, one of my guys was Zach Levine. So um, wasn't able to get him, but that's okay. Right there, I'm going to go ahead and take with my first one, Brandon Ingram. Um, hmm. I think the Pelicans are going to be very good this season with Zion back, but I don't think that necessarily takes away from Brandon Ingram's scoring. I think that he's still going to have the ball in his hands a good bit. Uh, probably a good bit of opportunities to create as well uh, alongside CJ McCollum, alongside Zion. They'll probably use a good bit of all of them. And then I'm going to go ahead and take a young guy who has probably been the MVP of the preseason in Tyrese Maxey. He's been phenomenal so far in limited minutes, scoring like 20 points in 15 minutes. Um, I think by the end of the season, we could be talking about him as a guy that finishes in the top 50, maybe even earlier. So. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's like 41 points in like, what was it, 30 minutes of preseason action so far? Dude, it's just nasty. No one can stop him in transition. I absolutely love it. Terry Rozier goes 50th. Um, Without Miles, Rozier could get a nice little bump as well. So this is a great spot for Rozier. Um, I I am about eight picks away, and Sangoon is the projected for the most fancy points here. I'm just hoping he falls, but I don't know. I'm kind of losing confidence at the moment. Um, 
Julius Randle, 51. Uh, I don't know about that one. What do you guys think? Yeah, not for me. <laughs> I'm just not touching him in any any kind no. of league this season, in my opinion. Yeah, it doesn't matter Definitely. to me. There's just there's no steal and block upside. He's going to have three or four turnovers. Yes, you can get away without the field goal percentage and free throw percentage and a points league, but still, it's Julius Randle. Yeah. The Knicks don't even want him to. So no, I am and Br- Brunson's going to take some assists off him as well. So even that aspect of his yeah. game, which was sort of offered a bit of upside, that's that's not going to be there. I don't think. Yep. Oh. Josh Giddy, fifty-three. Okay, that was another guy I was kind of eyeing. Uh, what do you? What are your thoughts on him, Adam? Were you looking at Josh Giddy here? Uh, no, look, I considered him. Um, I'm I'm sort of trying to fill out my roster a bit now, so I'm I'm looking at a small forward uh, or a center. There's no centers I like. I'm not going to take Sengun off you. Um, so I'm going to go with Keldon Johnson. Great pick. Um, yeah, I think I think he doesn't offer a ton on the defensive end either, but he'll get plenty of points, plenty of rebounds, and plenty of opportunity to improve and increase that defensive production. So, yeah, happy to get him here, I think. Yeah. Enjoy him until March when they shut him down, right? Along yeah. with nine other teams doing the same. Yeah. Oh, there he goes. Alper and Sangoon goes 56 right after Chris Milton. So I need to add some players to my queue because, oh, boy, that's disappointing. Whew. I guess, you know, CJ McCollum may not be a bad value here. I'm looking at CJ McCollum, who just went. So I think the <laughs> next logical option for me, I'm a bit low on, light on guards. I'm going to go Jalen Green. What he did in that last 20, 25 games last year was ridiculous, and he did it with elite efficiency too. If we can get a little bit more assist and steals from him, I think it's going to be an amazing value. Jalen Green, this is probably the last time you'll be able to get him outside the top 50. Let's go Jalen Green here. Yeah, I, I like him there. I think, uh, as you said, he looked really good to close the season, and and they've got Shingun there now, the center that they want. So um, they're going to roll him out there and try and get some chemistry going. DeAndre eight and fifty nine, Jalen Brunson number sixty. I'll be on the clock in two more picks. My cue is bare. It's time to add some players. No, is there anyone in this next round you're looking at? Yeah, I think a lot of the guys I like are definitely more going to be more successful in category leagues than in points leagues. But I think there's definitely still a few targets that I'm hoping make it back around. But with the way the past few picks have gone, I'm not certain. I added Jalen Green to my queue probably five seconds before you picked him. So (laughs) keeping guys out of my queue in hopes that they make it back around to me. Kevin Porter Jr. just went. I think that's kind of guy I was eyeing there. Uh, Great popcorn stat guy. Trey Jones, number 62. I think that's a bit early. Um, As for myself, I'm going to go Mr. Jordan Poole, who um, is no stranger to controversy after yesterday. Draymond <laughs> uh, had a couple of words with him. Um, I love Poole, man. There's going to be like five or six games at minimum that Curry sits for rest, and in those games he'll get up 40, 50 points. So I love Jordan Poole. He's going to be the sixth man this year. I'm all in. I want to say the Warriors play 15 back-to-backs, and there's probably – a about a 0% chance that Steph Clay or Draymond play in any of those. And those are the Jordan pool games that he's going to absolutely those 40 to 50. He mentioned. Yeah. I'm assuming roughly 10 DNPs for Curry just off rust alone this year. It's hitting his age 34 season is happening. Valanchun is 64. Yusuf Nurkic 65. The center board is drying up. Um, yep. It looks like Adam, you are up next. Who are you looking at here, sir? Uh, I was looking at Wendell Carter. Um, mm-hmm. Is he still there? Yeah, he might so. be. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah I think he is. There. Yep. 
yep, yep, he is there. So that's who I'm looking at, uh, Wendell Carter, just to... Oh, yep, there we go. So Bain goes. So I will take Wendell Carter. Um, yeah, look, I think he was probably a little bit disappointing last year, but I actually think this year, if they decide to play him more at centre, last year he was playing a lot alongside Mo Bumba, especially to open mm-hmm. the season. And I think his block, his block rate fell for that reason. Um, so I think if he's back at the starting centre spot, uh, his block rate can go back up to 1.2, 1.3. Absolutely. After Window Carter, we saw Devin Vassell, an obvious breakout candidate at 68. OG Ananobi went 69. He's eyeing a larger offensive role. It remains to be seen if he'll actually get that this year. Pick 70 is coming up, and Noah, you are on the clock for back-to-back picks within the next minute. Who is in your queue and why? Well, one of the guys in my queue is Franz Wagner, and it may be a little early to some people to take him, but I'm probably higher on him than just about anybody else. Like I mentioned, the entire class I really liked. Yeah. Um, but I think this season he's going to be the best player in Orlando. Um, I don't, we've talked about this on a previous podcast where it's going to be Franz and Paulo Banquero that are doing a lot of the playmaking for them this season. I think a lot of their point guards, you know, they're good scorers, but they're not necessarily as good of playmakers as Banquero and Wagner are. So I want to go ahead and scoop him up. And then... For my other one, I was trying to get a Hawk, but John Collins and Clint Capella went right before me. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and take Tyler Hero. I'm not super high on him in category formats, but I think he's going to get his shots. He's going to get his opportunity to score. And they just paid him a lot of money. There's a very good chance that he's starting for them this season. I know yeah. it's competitive in Miami with Max Strews saying he still wants to start, but you don't pay a guy four years, $130 million to come off the bench. Yep. Just to recap the last several picks, we had Clint Capella go 70, who I think loses his starting spot within two months. John Collins, 71. That's a great value there. Uh, Franz Wagner, your pick. I'm not worried about the Orlando front court. They're already starting three bigs in the preseason, so we may see a lot of that. So I'm happy with all those guys there. Tyler Harrell, solid pick, 73. Um, RJ Barrett, 75. Now, this is a points league. I think that's a great value for Barrett. He really, honestly, was the offense for New York in that last stretch last year. It's kind of his team now. Marcus Smart, 76, probably a bit too early with Brogdon there. And then Jamal Murray, um, from what it sounds like, his minutes should be relatively high right away too. So that's a nice little bonus for people that are getting him at a discount. Um, And now, Adam, you were on the clock and you got eight seconds. I do, yeah. So I will go with Jalen Smith here. Um, Maybe a fraction high. I wasn't sold on taking him here, but again, he does get me that that center eligibility. Uh, and and I think he's in for a decent season. It sounds like they're going to start him unless they change their mind. Um, and and he looked pretty good down the stretch last season. So yeah. I, I like what he can do, and, and I'll take a bit of a chance here in the seventh round. And let's put it this way. If Miles Turner was getting moved today, we would probably put Jalen Smith top 50. And we know a Miles trait's coming. It's a contract year. They want to give Isaiah Jackson minutes. They've already committed to Jalen Smith at the four. 79 or 78, that's a great pick. Next up, Clay Thompson, 79. Uh, getting a little bit worried about him. Kind of questionable for opening night. He said he took the summer off just to, I don't know, rest his legs or whatever. I get it, mm. but uh, not exactly comforting. D'Angelo Russell went off the board, followed by Christian Wood, and now I am up to draft. My queue is empty once again uh, because I'm a noob host and I'm trying to learn this on the fly. But I'm eyeing a couple players here. I think Jabari Smith. Is a great value, especially at 82. Looked great in the preseason. Um, the Rockets are comfortable starting him next to Sangoon. Let's go for it. Jabari Smith, welcome to my team. 
I love yeah, it. I like I like the Smith pick. Um, I'm pretty high on him, and I think the concern was his shooting. I think the defense will be there, the rebounding will be there, um, but and his shot looked good in preseason, as you said. It's only a very small sample size, but he's they're not going to sort of rein him in at all. They're going to let him just go for it. So, absolutely. Yeah. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. So I have two more picks before I am up again. I'm going to load up my queue. Um, you know who I'm eyeing here is Keegan Murray. Um, let's see if I get him. Yep. Okay, so Russell Westbrook and Jeremiah Grant just went off the board. Not too high on either of those guys this year. The Lakers are honestly way deeper than people realize, too. So, um I'm off Westbrook in almost any format. Let me go with Keegan Murray. We don't know if he's going to start yet, but it's just a matter of time. And man, he looks really good in that preseason opener. I think that's a great pick and I needed the small forward. So here we go. Thoughts. I like it. I, he was in my queue for sure. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was just kind of surprised you didn't take Melton there. I was kind of thinking. It's coming. Don't worry. I was, well, I was thinking if he didn't make it, I didn't think he would make it back around. I thought you were going to take him there. So hey, if you have he, to break my heart, just do it. It's fine. He may or may not be in my queue right now. So <laughs> just fair warning. All right, Adam, you were up in two picks. Who are you looking at here? Uh, I was looking at Lowry, but he just went off yeah. the board. So I won't be looking at him. Uh, Haywood, I was not looking at. So I'm going to take another sort of injury risk guy here, but I think upside is, oh, I mean, look, top 50 upside. I think he's there quite comfortably. Um, coming off a season where he barely played, unfortunately, because I had him in a lot of my teams, but I'm willing to go down that path again. I'll take Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> Cross yeah. my fingers and hope that he's healthy. That That's is such value. a good pick. Now, he's projected for not much, to be honest. So that is a great steal. I don't think the Yahoo projections have caught up with how good he's looked in the preseason as well, too. So that's a great value at pick 91. Good grief. P.J. Washington, 92, should be a big year without Miles. Mitchell Robinson, 93. Now, with Mitchell Robinson, you're going to get a great floor of like three blocks per game some nights, too. So that's nine fancy points right there. Um, I do worry, though, that Isaiah Hardenston will come for his minutes. Um, Next up, we have Tobias Harris. And then one more pick until Noah. You are up for back-to-back picks. You've already mentioned Melton. Is there anyone else you are aching to grab here? Lucky for you, there's three other guys in my queue that I was looking at. So Melton will be surviving the turn here. Um, the first one I'm looking at is, I believe I heard the nickname Motor City Middleton in Sadiq mm. Bay. I just, I love the way he plays basketball. I think he had, he had a 50 point game last season. Yep. Just yep. basically all pull up jumpers. It's just fun to watch. And that's definitely a, at least a little bit of a factor for me. Um, and he's going to get buckets for Detroit this season. And then with my other one, I'm going to go with 
uh, Portland's new CJ McCollum in Anthony Simons. Um, he's going to get plenty of shots. Yeah. Next to Damian Lillard, Dame knows how to play next to another ball handler and another scorer. I think he's going to fill in and basically, like I said, just be a younger CJ McCollum. He's had a rough preseason. Are you worried about that at all? It's preseason. I'm not too worried. It's, it's, it's super fun to mm-hmm. over-exaggerate preseason and I will be the first one to do it. Yeah. But, but since he did bad, I'm not going to worry about it. Right. Andrew Wiggins goes 98. I think that's a great value for him there. Um, we are four picks away from Mr. Adam King. Is there anyone you're really looking at here? A uh, few players I'm, I'm eyeing off. Um, Wiggins was one of them. He's a fairly safe guy around mm-hmm. this range. Um, but I'm probably looking at if he falls to me, which he could, and he seems to be falling in a lot of drafts, both category and points leagues, is Jalen Suggs. Um, hmm. We talked about Orlando there, and, and I'm, I think I'm higher on Suggs and probably a, few, a, a lot of people. Um, I think he had a really bad season. He had an injury. Um, so I think he's, he's sort of – people are just soured by what he was – what he did or what he was unable to do last season. Uh, so I better grab him. Yeah, and the Fultz Stop. injury helps him as well too because honestly yeah. right now Fultz may be the best point guard there, but if he's hurt, Suggs kind of is back in that limelight. And obviously I'm not worried yeah. about Cole Anthony, kind of a bad second half to the season last year. And I think Suggs, I mean, the assists and the steals are there. It's it's really just his shooting needs to come around a bit. And I figure he can't shoot any worse. So mm-hmm. let's take a flyer. And, and and we don't know how long Fultz is out. Supposedly it's not too long, but right. those foot injuries can um, can linger, as as we might see with your uh, adopted son, Jaron Jackson. We'll yeah. see what goes on so- there. Right before you picked, Malcolm Brogdon went off the board, then Draymond Green, and then Nicholas Claxton. Now, I'm actually super high on Claxton this year, especially at this draft range. There's no one to compete with him for minutes, right? I mean, I don't really think they can get away with Ben Simmons at the five. He's not one to bang down low. So I think Claxton's looking at a floor of 26 minutes if he can stay out of foul trouble. So I think Claxton's a great pick. Do you guys agree with that? I do. I think that they can run some lineups with Ben Simmons at center, and it'll be really, really fun. But like you said, you're not going to have Ben Simmons guarding I mean, it would be fun to watch him guard Joel Embiid for 36 minutes, but you're not going to have him guard Nikola Jokic. You're not going to have him guard Giannis. Right. They need a shot blocker down there. Ben Simmons at the five is fun, but I don't think it's realistic for long stretches. For sure. Now it's my turn. Um, Kyle Lowry just went off the board. Dylan Brooks went off the board. I'm taking my long lost son, Jaron Jackson Jr. Now, the last time he was hurt, we heard that he would be out for a minute and then it was like the whole year, right? Mm. This kind, this time they're kind of singing a different tune, though. Like Jaron Jackson said he's way ahead of schedule. He even said it wasn't impossible to be ready for opening night. He said it was unlikely. But if Jaron Jackson Jr. is ready by November, I mean, the prices we're seeing, they're pricing in like him missing half the year. Mm. Like I just picked them here at 10, what was it, 106, 105. I think that's absurd. I think that's an insane value. This is the guy that can get you three blocks per game, uh, 20 points if his shooting uh, has some positive regression. Jerry Jackson Jr. at 106. I think that's the pick I'm most excited about right now. Yeah, I, I'm I'm all over Jaron Jackson around in this range for mm-hmm. sure. Like I, I've I think I've grabbed him, and I think especially as we get to this point in the draft, as we've said, centers are drying up. There's not much around. Blocks are really hard to get, and so even if you can grab Jaron Jackson at pick 90, pick 100, and then get 50 games out of him, 60 games out of him. That'll kill it. He'll easily smash that value if he yeah. plays 50 games. Yep. Buddy Heald went off the board. Isaiah Jackson, another sleeper. 
uh, with Miles Turner gets moved, he's going to have a massive year, followed by Mikel Bridges. Now, and I took D'Anthony Melton 111. Now, this is kind of like my guy. They nicknamed him Mr. Do-It-All in Memphis, and that was in 21 minutes. And Philly, what kind of workload do you think he's looking at? Let's start with you, Noah. I think it's very realistic that he plays 25 minutes a game uh, as a sixth man. Um, I think in the first preseason game, he didn't shoot it well, but still got like a bunch of defensive stats. Mm -hmm. So he's definitely going to be very productive off the bench as their sixth man. I don't really see many other guards uh, getting minutes aside from Maxi Harden and DeAnthony Melton. But I think the Sixers should be very happy with those three guards in their rotation. Absolutely. Adam, what do you think? Yeah, I I agree with Noah there. I've... <laughs> Not much to add. Yeah. Tell me, tell yeah. me twenty-eight. Tell me twenty-eight. Adam. That's all I want to hear. Twenty-eight minutes. I'd love twenty-eight minutes. <laughs> I'd love it. We'll see. So Bobby Portis went number one twelve, and then Doc's favorite, Alexis Pokuzeski, went one thirteen. This is a guy who put up a triple double last year. I think he's <laughs> just scratching the surface. He's twenty years old. Um, yes, he's the size of a pencil, but man, he is a lot of fun if he gets it going. Um, apparently, he's improved his three-point shooting. We'll see if that's the case. Um, this is the guy that yells Kobe from 45 feet and just shoots up whatever he wants. So if he improves his <laughs> shot selection, I think Poku could be a lot of fun this year. And without Chet, man, at 113, why not? Right? Why not? Yeah, it's a high upside pick. Uh, Noah, you were on the clock, sir, with back-to-back picks. But right before I turn it over to you, Spencer Dinwiddie went 115, followed by the lunch lady, Kelly Olenek, followed by Kelly Oubre, Cole Anthony, and Robert Williams at 119. Now, I get it. He's out for God knows how long. But if he comes back for, let's say, January at 119, you're getting a guy that can put up, what, four dimes from the center spot, two blocks a game, uh, at least a steal. So I think Robert Williams is a great value at 119. So, Noah, you went Ivaka Zubak. Now, centers are obviously drying up. What are your thoughts on him this year? I think he's a guy that I'm pretty high on. I've gotten him in a lot of drafts. I think um, more so in category leagues, he has – uh, top 100 upside, but they don't really have another center option there, which is why I've been so high on him. Their other center is Moses Brown, who was on the training camp deal, um, a guy that they're probably not as invested in. I think that they're more likely to run just smaller lineups than play Moses Brown. And then with my other pick, I had to get a Hawk. And Jonas just told me he's going to be the starting center by December. So that yep. just got me really excited. And I took Onyeka Kungwu at the beginning of the 11th round. That was going to be my next pick. 95th Sorry. percentile in the pick and roll, and now he has DeJounte on top of Trey. Man, mm-hmm. a Congo is set up for just such a monster year, and Clint Capella cannot be traded soon enough. Adam, are you of the belief that Clint Capella is getting moved this year? Uh, I hope so, just because I love watching a Congo on the court. He, mm-hmm. he adds so much to the team. Um, so I, I would love it. Um, he's obviously going to start coming off the bench, but it could be a minute split right out of the gate. And as you said, give it a couple of months and he may shift into that starting role. So no, I, I like him this season. Now, while you prepare your next pick, Adam bones Highland just went off the board. One twenty-two, another no brainer sleeper. Now Malone did call him out after his first preseason game. He said he took some plays off on defense. Said that's unacceptable. And then Malone said that bones responded the next day in practice. And now that's something he wouldn't have done last year. So we're seeing the maturity. He is going to be getting the backup point guard minutes, which is a high usage role on top of getting a few minutes alongside Jamal Murray as well. And then you add in the load management that Jamal Murray is almost certainly going to get with Michael Porter Jr. Man, Bones Highland at 121. That might be my favorite pick of the round so far. 
yeah, I think I got him at about maybe with my last pick in in a, in a category draft. Um, I don't know. I'm in so many drafts, I can't remember what the format <laughs> was. But I did get him really late, and I was very surprised that he was still sitting there. Next up, we had John Wall go 123. It sounds like he'll be coming off the bench, which I'm totally fine with. Look, the more you're off the court, uh, sorry, the more you're not sharing the court with Kawhi and Paul George, the better, in my opinion. Uh, Ty Lue said he wants that second unit to just flat out run. So I think Wall could get you, what, six or seven assists in his sleep. Uh, Josh Hart, who is the current favorite to start at small four. Oh, I am on the clock and didn't realize. Let's go with, who did I get in my auto draft? Please, no one embarrassing. Harrison Barnes. Yikes. Should we pause? No, it's fine. It's, no, uh, it's fine. That's nice. Look, he'll, he'll do his thing. He'll get some points. He'll get some boards. And and now you have the coveted Keegan Murray, Harrison Barnes split. Ooh, the stack, as the football yeah. people would say, the stack, Harrison Barnes stack. I need to set a queue. I am up again on the clock. Terry Eason, who I should have had in my queue, followed by Jaden McDaniels, who, by the way, I've never seen a team hype up a player quite like to have with Jaden. The Athletic mm. ran like an entire like three-page puff piece on him. Mm. Apparently, he's grown another inch and going to be the starting small forward. So a big year coming for him. I am on the clock here, um, and I think I wish I had this guy in my queue earlier. Jaden Ivy. I, I think we're about taking Jaden Ivy here. He's going to start next to Cade. It sounds like they're going to do a little uh, split seats with the ball handling duties here. Looked phenomenal. One of the best pure athletes in the NBA already as a rookie uh, gives you major John Morant vibes. I'm taking Jaden Ivey right here as I disabled my auto draft. There we go. Right before me was O'Shea Brissett, by the way. Is there something I don't know about him? What's going on there? Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> no. uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, kind of like the safe pick at 136. Nothing too crazy. I know, Noah, you're probably a big fan of Bogdan, right? <laughs> Anybody that wears an Atlanta Hawks jersey, I will be overly hyped go. about. Absolutely. Adam, you were on the clock and two picks. Go ahead and set your queue if you haven't already, unless it's already full. Uh, it is not full, uh, but I do actually have a queue, which is strange. Uh, I've got a couple of names here. Um, Karis Levert, Monty Mo Well, there goes Karis Levert, so it's yep. not Karis Levert. Uh, I do have Monty Morris. Uh, I'm not kind excited about him, so I'm not going to draft him. I'm going to go with a guy that I at least enjoy having on my team, um, Isaiah Hartenstein. I'm hoping Ooh. he takes that starting role from Mitchell Robinson. I don't know if it happens, but uh, I just think he brings so much more to the table. Obviously, not that he doesn't have that blocks upside, but he he does a lot more. So maybe He's the Knicks will wake guy. up to that. He's yeah. such a Thibodeau guy, man. I think Thibodeau's going to fall in love with him. Even a 24-minute split with Mitchell Robinson, who fouls out almost every game, is yep. plenty. And the thing yep. about Hardenstein that I love He'll get you three to four dimes, right? Mm. And that's a big bonus in points leagues too. So I love Hardenstein. A great – he's actually a way better shot blocker than people give him credit for as well too. So I think Hardenstein is a great pick. And this would have been my pick if I didn't see Jaden Ivey there. And if I didn't, auto pick uh, Mr. Harrison <laughs> Barnes, the best player in the NBA. Yeah. So next up we had Chris Duarte at 140, followed by Walker Kessler, who I'm not as high on anymore. I mean, obviously he'll have a big late season push when the Jazz start shutting everybody down. Zach Collins, 142, just pure upside pick there. Uh, Benedict, I can't say his last name, uh, for the Pacers. And then DeAndre Hunter, 144. Noah, you're just taking all the Hawks, man. What's going on? Well, I was going to take uh, Matherin and Hunter, but obviously he got taken. But I just, I'm not super high on DeAndre Hunter. Uh, 
or basically up until about probably 12:15 today after their game started just watching him play he looked a lot better than he has basically since he started having knee injuries over the past couple seasons he looked like he's maybe relatively sort of back to what they thought he was going to be at the beginning of his second year and then i'm buying the matisse thibel hype shooting videos Um, (sighs) they've shown him shooting a lot of shots and i think that's got me a little bit excited that maybe he can play offense this year instead of just playing defense and that'll get him on the court more he'll hit some open threes he should get plenty of open looks alongside the guys he's playing with. I think that there is potential for that to be a good pick. Now there's someone in the Philly 76ers that I kind of like a little bit more than Tybal. And it's, I don't know if he's quite ready to be on like this late round territory, but Paul Reed, man, the training camp buzz was real. And they've talked about him playing a couple of spot minutes next to Embiid, which Mm. I don't know if that can work, but Adam, I saw you shaking your head. Are you excited about Paul Reed this year? Yeah, I mean, well, I th- as in terms of as a basketball player, yes, um, mm-hmm. I'd I'd love it if he wasn't playing behind Embiid and playing somewhere else. But yeah, as you said, they they have been um, hyping him up, so it would be nice to see him get on the floor with Embiid just to see if they can work together. Because they're not, yeah, I mean, they Tobias Harris is is solid, but he's not awesome anymore um so i think if they can open up some more opportunities for him to play um i'd be excited to see what he can do yeah and if you guys want to win a daily fantasy league tournament this year whenever Embiid sits just put paul reed in your lineup for what 3500 <laughs> oh it is my turn to draft now yep. he's a little bit more boring in points leagues but and just in terms of pure upside i'm going to take patrick williams here now every year there's a player that generates just an insane amount of all season hype from just like pickup scrimmages and stuff like that so Williams was in a game with like Evan Mobley, DeMar DeRozan, and they said he was the best player on the floor. Like whether or not you believe that, that's fine. But hey, I'm a sucker for all season hype. I'm taking Patrick Williams here. Yeah, I think, yeah, no, I think um, he's been disappointing obviously thus far, but I think injuries have really slowed him down. So yeah, look, I'm getting him here. Um, he's going to get plenty of minutes. So the opportunity is there for him and, and you would, it, it's hard to see him being any worse than than what he has been he's only he's all upside basically yep guys and that wraps up the draft now quickly before we get out of here what is your favorite pick of your draft and your least favorite of your draft adam we'll start with you let me have a look at my team (laughs) this draft was such a blur i love the 30 second clock to be honest yeah it, it, it was fast i'm just bringing up my team okay here we go uh all right so favorite pick least favorite pick um i think my least favorite pick is probably mm, i don't know i sort of like all my picks um i don't dislike any of my picks uh just say you had a flawless draft (laughs) i had a flawless draft no uh look maybe I don't know my, my last few picks there. Lou, Dort, I mean Lou Dort is my last pick. I I, I don't know what what he's going to do. I don't think he's a super talented player, but he plays for the Thunder, so they yeah. they're going to until play they shut him, him down right late in the season. He's yeah. going to put up his numbers and like yeah. You remember last year when SGA went down? Lou Dort suddenly was like, "Hey, I can take fifty five shots now. I'm going to yeah. go full Dylan Brooks." So I love it. Yeah. Lou Dort that late. Yes, you're going to drop him in March. Let's be honest, you're going to drop every Thunder player in March, but um, yeah. No, what about you? Least favorite, most favorite, what you got? Probably off my first look, my favorite is between Tyrese Maxey in the fifth round and Anthony Simons in the ninth. 
Um, I think both of those guys have just huge upside playing next to older point guards that are probably going to need rest days, whether or not they admit it or want them, they're probably going to have games off and they're going to, both of those guys are going to have huge opportunities to have the ball in their hands a lot more than probably people are expecting them to. Um, probably my least favorite um, is either Tyler Hero or Donovan Mitchell in the third. I was dead set on getting DeJounte Murray on that flip, and then he went right before me. Um, so I think I got Kyrie and Donovan Mitchell there, which still very good players. They're just probably not the guys that I go into drafts saying I really want them. And then Tyler Hero, I'm just not a, a fan of his. Like, I'm just not a Tyler yeah. Hero guy. He's going to be productive for me, um, but he's not a guy that I'm, like, going into drafts saying, I can't wait to draft Tyler Hero. Yeah. So, Dude, my mouth dropped when I saw the amount of money he got. I was just like, oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, what is going on? Uh, but real quick, though, now, Adam, I know you're a big Brandon Clark fan. Um, you didn't take him here, but a certain someone who went undrafted in this league, by the way, I just completely forgot about him. Santi Aldama, are we buying the hype? Should he have been drafted here? Oh, yeah, look, I mean, I think we've seen flashes in the past of, of what he can do, and, and I think there's an opportunity for him. Um, yeah, look, I, I'd, I'd be okay with taking him. I mean, whoever you take in the last round, like you said, you, you're going to drop him at some point probably. So you take a chance. Um, yeah, Brandon Clark, I probably should have taken him. Um don't know why I didn't actually. Maybe that's because I'm doing a video and drafting at the same time. But yeah, <laughs> yeah I uh, I think people might actually start to sour a little bit on Brandon Clark if we do get word that he isn't going to start, which I, I don't think he should be starting. Right. And I actually think that he has a better chance to play more minutes when Jaron Jackson is healthy. That sort of sounds weird, but... I just think that he, uh, alongside Jaron Jackson, he's a really good fit because Jackson can spread the floor, whereas next to Stephen Adams, neither of them can spread the floor. So, so I'm I'm still relatively high on him in, in category leagues, uh, and and I actually think that if and well, Jaron Jackson will come back, so it's not an if, but when he comes back, uh, I actually think that Brandon Clark will be able to maintain pretty solid value. Yeah, please come back soon, JJJ. Mm. All right, folks. I want to say thank you to Adam. Please follow him at Adam King. Is it 91? I have really bad eyes and I can't see that. Yes, it is. Yeah, Adam King 91. Yep. At Adam King 91. Find him at Fancy Basketball International. And of course, follow Noah at Noah Rubin. And what is that number right there? I can't read that. It's 22. 22. Uh, that was a great show, guys. I really appreciate you coming on, especially you, Adam. I know you're on vacation right now. We heard the birds singing as you were drafting quite the ambiance there. I absolutely love it. And as well, thank you so much to the readers that participated. It is really hard to find like hardcore fantasy readers that want to do this, but man, you guys crushed it. So thank you all and enjoy the Q&A we have coming up, I believe at six o'clock Eastern, followed by our Roto World Hoops Fest major draft show that I was not in due to audio issues. So very disappointed in myself. But anyway, you guys take care and we'll see you around. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. 
From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.